0: So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining on today's episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. Of course, I'm Jen hanging out with you today and I'm pretty excited about today's episode. Now... I don't know if you guys know this. You know that I love my systems and I love my CRMs. Shout out to HoneyBook and Dubsado. But our company also offers marketing services. Now, when I say marketing services, I'm talking anything from email campaigns to Pinterest to blogging and of course just good old social media management and strategy. Now, One of the things that I have learned over the last three years of managing different clients and doing social media and writing emails and blogs and all of the things is just like the administrative side of your business, marketing needs a system too. Now, I know you may be shaking your head at me, and I get it, but... Systems allow you more freedom in your life and in your business when they're in place and they work, okay? So that's what we're going to be chatting about today, about how to create a marketing process that works for your business. Whether you're a virtual assistant or a photographer, uh, any type of service providing business, this episode is able to be implemented into your own business. Now, as always, I am going to use more exact examples from photography businesses, because those are the businesses that I work in. However, I've also ran a virtual assistant and business management company for a couple of years now. So excuse me if I bounce back and forth just a hair. All right, so let's talk about why this is important. I know that We've talked about systems on this podcast basically the entire time, right? So the reason a system is important is because it allows you to replicate the process over and over and over again. That means that you are not going to miss a step. There's going to be a smaller margin of error because you do the same thing every time. So when you do the same thing every time... It allows for that to become a rhythm. You know exactly the steps that need to happen in order for that task to be accomplished. Now, the other thing this allows you to do is it allows you to outsource it. If you know the exact system and process on how to Complete your marketing or schedule to social media, then you can turn around and give that over to somebody else. Now, it may be a little, you know, shaky at first. They may need to learn your voice or how you schedule things. But when you come to them with a process already in place, that's going to save them the legwork. It's going to save them time and energy in creating their own process for your business. So, That's the biggest reason why I love having systems in place is one, it allows you to replicate the process every time and do it well and efficiently. It also gives you the opportunity to outsource it and know that you've given them the tools to do it right and do it well. So when you're talking about creating a marketing process, let's talk about as a photographer. You create content Almost every single day, especially if you're a busy photographer, okay? Now, I don't like, you know, saying the word busy. I want our clients, I want you as my audience to live a well-rounded life. And sometimes that means you're not busy. That means that you book the shoots that you need in order to, you know, put money in savings, pay your bills, you know, that kind of thing. And then the rest of your time is Also spent editing or marketing or with your family or pursuing your hobbies, okay? So regardless, you should have plenty of content to pull from. And when I say content, I mean your photo shoots. When you go into a photo shoot, you're creating that photo shoot. It's more than just an image. It's more than just you know, a couple of quick poses, you are creating a story for your subjects. Whether it is a newborn, a branding session, a couple session, a family session, you're helping them tell a story of what they have hired you for, okay? So you're crafting those images, you're crafting that story as you're shooting, so the different poses, the different props, all of those things, you know, help you create the content. So when you pull those files into your computer and you're backing them up, what I would recommend you do is go through and favorite or put them in a separate folder or even upload them to your scheduling software, uh, whether if you're using a third party, and if you're not, I recommend it, but we'll get to that in a second. But I want you to go ahead and pull the images that you resonate with, that you see as highlights from that photo shoot, and pull them into a separate folder or pull them into basically any separate space that will allow you to pull them into scheduling later. That's going to save you a lot of time when you're ready to sit down and schedule. And if you do this every time you back up a gallery or load a gallery, then you're going to have a wealth of content to pull from rather than struggling to find content to pull from when you're overwhelmed by 50 galleries that you've uploaded. As a photographer, you have a very unique advantage when you're talking about marketing because you're creating new content like I said almost every day so that is tip number one is to as soon as you're uploading your gallery you pull your favorite images into a space that allows you to easily pull from when you're ready to actually schedule those images now if you're a freelancer then you are not constantly creating content as a freelancer. And some freelancers even have a hard time creating content because so often we are virtual assistants where we handle administrative tasks. So creativity doesn't come as easily to us. That's when you look at Unsplash or Pexels, or I think Pixabay is another one. All of those websites that allow you to pull free stock images. Now, this is something that I did very, 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 very early in my virtual assistant business is I went to Unsplash, that one was my favorite, and I pulled probably 200 different images that resonated with me. They were office flat lays, they were women in office, they were, you know, all kinds of different photos. And then I would sprinkle in just plain graphics, and then I would sprinkle in, you know, life photos. And that worked really well for me for the first probably year and a half of my business until I was able to get to a point where I had, you know, headshot sessions and I had those images to pull from. So, as a freelancer, look for ways to make it easier for you to create content. Use Unsplash to pull stock photos and then pull those into canva and use their templates i refused to use templates for the longest time and then when i kept getting that roadblock for me in marketing my own business i went to creativemarket.com and i searched instagram templates and I found a pack that I really liked. And now I move some things around in the pack and, and that works for me. That works really well for me. And it's made it a lot easier to manage my my marketing. So that's what I would recommend you do is create a bank of stock images and templates that you can pull from when you're ready to schedule. So like I said, tip number one is curate your content, Okay. You want to make it as easy as possible for you to schedule that content when you're ready. Okay, so tip number three is to repurpose your content. This is going to be easier for the freelancers. If you're writing a blog, or for me, doing a podcast, then it's going to be a lot easier for either of us to repurpose that content. You can create 10 different Pinterest pins off of your blog, and then you can do one or two social media posts off of that same blog. And then you can do a newsletter that that blog is part of the newsletter. It's the same thing with my podcast. Now, as photographers, if you're not already writing blogs, that's one of the easiest ways to generate content and really good SEO. That's going to work for you on Pinterest and in Google. So if you write a blog and you pay attention to your SEO, then you're going to use those same search words and keywords in your Pinterest. And when you create those 10 pins and you put them into Pinterest, that's going to help your SEO there, okay? So repurposing your content is really important. So as a photographer, if you do, you know, let's say a wedding highlight on your blog, then you can pick five of your favorite images and put them in an Instagram post and a Facebook post and 10 Pinterest pins. And then that way, that one blog just created, let's see, 10 pins, two social media posts, So 12 pieces of content for your business. And you're not having to recreate it every time. But if you do that for every wedding, and you have even just two weddings a month, then you're getting 24 different pieces of content out into the social media marketing world based on two different blogs. If you intersperse one or two sneak peeks or reveals or that kind of thing, in your marketing between those two weddings, then you're going to be hitting marketing consistently enough with SEO that it's really going to start making a difference. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about repurposing your content. Take one piece of content and then turn it into 5, 10, 12, 15 different pieces of content so that you're not having to recreate the wheel every time. And I forgot to mention, you're going to create those 10 pins, that Instagram post, that Facebook post, and then you're going to mention it in your newsletter. If you don't have a newsletter, I highly recommend you start one. Your email list isn't going to go anywhere. As we know, social media can be volatile, whether it's people leaving or new platforms coming in and making, you know, shaking things up. Social media isn't guaranteed. Your email list is something that you own. It's something that you can download and print out and walk around with and send emails, you know, right out of your Gmail account if you wanted to. Okay, emails aren't going anywhere. So if you even just do a monthly newsletter to keep your readers in the know that your ideal client is opting into, that's going to work well in your favor as the weeks, months, and years progress. Okay, I kind of went off on a mini tangent. (laughs) So the next tip is to use a scheduling system. Now there are a ton of scheduling systems out there from... Facebook's own Creator Studio, where you can post directly into Facebook and Instagram. I like it well enough. I use it for my clients. My favorite Instagram one was Planally. I used it for the first two years of my business until I switched over to Creator Studio for my business. I really loved Planoly. The interface was very easy to use. I really, really loved being able to see my Instagram grid at a glance and seeing when it was scheduled, you could see how many likes it got, how many comments it got. I really, really loved Planoly. And if I ever decided to go back to a third-party scheduler system, I would have a hard time choosing between Planoly and then um, Hootsuite is something that I've been using with a client here lately. And I really like their, I like the way it works. I'm not, I think the interface is really ugly. If anyone listens from Hootsuite, I'm sorry, but your your user interface is ugly. That said, it it does really work. I love that, you know, it groups your profiles together. So if you post to the same four profiles every time, then you don't have to enter them separately. They give you one click of a button and you're posting into all four profiles, which is really nice. So use a scheduling system. I really don't have a preference on which one for you to use. Creator Studio is free. It is owned by Facebook. It's ran by Facebook. It's a little like there's, our, there's some like nuances to know about it. Like if you were posting in, uh, like if you go to the Instagram tab and you schedule a post, then you can select that it posts on your Facebook business page as well, which is fantastic. But if you go to Facebook's tab and you go to schedule, you won't have the opportunity to schedule onto Instagram too. And I know that's really nothing different as far as like if we were posting directly into Instagram. But that's just something to note is you don't want to have to double your work. So make sure that if you do use Creator Studio, post, use the Instagram tab, and then send it to Facebook from there. Makes your life a little easier. They also have a scheduling feature, of course, where you can schedule in advance so your insights. You know, you can kind of see the content calendar. If you happen to move things around and jumble up your dates, it doesn't straighten them out in the calendar, um, which can make it like kind of frustrating to see what you have posted when. But again, it's a free platform. It's owned by Facebook. So I th- I feel like the algorithm treats it a little better than it does if you were using an actual third-party scheduler like Hootsuite, Planoly, Later, all of those. That said, they all work. Just depends on if you want to invest in a a system or if you want to use a free system. And if you need to post to both Facebook and Instagram. If your focus is 100% on Instagram, then I highly recommend Planally or Creator Studio. Like I said, I really loved Planally's interface. All right, so the next piece of it is you wanna use the, work, the same workflow every time. This is going to save you a lot of time and a lot of energy. So what do I mean by the same workflow? When we talk about workflows, we're normally talking about like an onboarding workflow for a client or an offboarding workflow or for a client, right? So now we're going to talk about a workflow for your marketing process. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying when we're going to upload the gallery, you're going to pull the gallery the you know your favorite photos into a folder. All right, so like that would be like step 1, upload gallery. Step 2, pull favorites into social media folder. Step 3, then you would upload those photos to your scheduling system. Step 4 is you know, plug your photos into, if you're using Planoly, like plug them into your days uh, and then, you know, hit save so you can kind of like see if if the grid looks like what you want it to look like. Step five is to write your captions and then schedule it and then grab your hashtags. Step six is to schedule it. You, like it follows this same process. So so we're all going to have a slightly different workflow just to p- because of how we work and, and the nature of our businesses. So what I want you to do is if you're only focused on Instagram, then the example I used just then with the workflow, as far as like upload the gallery, pull it into a file, put the file, you know, put the folders or put the f- photos from the folder into the scheduler, like that's a pretty good workflow for your business. However, if you have a a more robust marketing plan where it includes email campaigns, and, and it includes blogging, and it includes Pinterest, then it's gonna be a little longer of a process. Very worth it if you have a more robust marketing plan, but it is gonna be longer. So your first couple steps will likely be roughly the same. Upload the gallery, pull your favorites into this into your social media folder, and then it's going to depend on what you want to do first. Personally, if you're going to do a blog, then that's where I would start. I write the blog, I pull in my photos, I base my Pinterest pens off of what I wrote in the blog, and then I can. Put the, I can, you know, rework the wording that I have in the blog to create social media captions, and then write a newsletter. That whole process can all happen, you know, as a workflow. Pull photos in, write blog, add photos to blog, create pins, add photos to pins, write captions. Your captions are going to be based on your blog. Schedule those into Tailwind. Create your Instagram posts. Write those captions. Those are also going to be based on your Pinterest captions or your and or your blog captions. Your hashtag should you should already have a hashtag bank. So you pull from your hashtag bank and put them. You schedule them into your scheduling system, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or both. And then you write your newsletter. You base your newsletter based on the copy from your social media posts, your Pinterest posts, and your blog. And then you schedule all of that to go out. It's a long process. I mean, that is that is a couple of hours of work there, if not a little longer, depending on how much you write. But when you do it the same way each time, when you create an SOP, a standard operating procedure for your marketing process, then that process is going to be much easier. It's going to be easier for you to do because you're you're gonna know the same steps every time. You can use the same 10 Pinterest templates. Find Pinterest templates that you like and then all you're going to need to do is swap out those images, swap out your captions, Swap out your, you know, the titles if you're using titles on the images and then write your captions. You don't need to be recreating any of these things. Use templates, okay? So you're going to create that process. Now, if you already have somewhat of a process here, then creating that marketing process is going to be easier. If you already, you know, upload your photos and the next day you pull your favorites and then the next day you're posting them to Instagram, like that is your process. It's just a matter of documenting that process so that somebody else can follow it. If you are trying to figure out how in the world <laughs> to even begin this process, then begin at the point of least resistance. It doesn't need to be that full workflow that I just went through with the blog and the Pinterest and the and the social media, the newsletter. It Doesn't need to be the you know the whole shebang right at the gate. Make sure that you're posting you know once or twice a week on Instagram. If you edit on Monday mornings, then as you finish editing, pull out your favorite images and schedule them right then. That's still a process. Now, it's not a process that you can easily outsource unless you're outsourcing editing to somebody who can also do social, but it's still a process. You still wanna write it down because what's going to happen is that when you sit down to edit, then you know, okay, I also need to add images to my social media folder and I need to add those images to my scheduling software, okay? So when you are, trying to create a marketing process the reason that you're wanting to do this is to make it feel lighter is to not give yourself a headache every time you try and sit down to put some marketing together create your templates create a process and then follow that process it's going to become so much easier for you to manage your marketing when you have this process in place. And then it's going to be 10 times easier to outsource your marketing because you already have the process in place. Now, if you do not want to do any of this, if if all of this is too much, then I would recommend, if you're able to, invest in a social media manager. Now. You can find someone who can post a couple times a week, just keep things fresh, keep things updated, and, and that may be beneficial to you, okay? If you're not in a place to create this whole process. You can also hire someone just to create the process for you, to talk to you, figure out how your, how your mind works and figure out how you can create a process that works really well for you and doesn't overwhelm you, okay? Okay. So good luck. I hope that you find a marketing process that works well for you, that doesn't give you a headache every time you sit down. Just keep in mind, take the path of least resistance. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be this whole shebang. Just make sure you're marketing yourself. All right, I'll see y'all next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.